Hi, I'm Natasha with Cryptids, Creeps, and Conspiracy. Embark with me on a journey to uncover the details involving cryptids, haunted houses, and unsolved mysteries. Get ready to awaken your curiosity and explore the unknown. Ask questions, and together, let's unravel the secrets behind the legends. There we go. And we're back. We're here. Fucking Craig. Always lazing on the job. That's what he does. I uh, I feel the need to mention, uh, in case I seem more jovial than usual, uh, I had been experimenting with the drink earlier, and all I've had today is some orange juice and a protein shake. <laughs> so um, I've had a shot of brandy, a shot of absinthe, and then multiple shots of various other things. And now I have... Uh, oh, I'm not, I didn't even turn on my thing yet. Um, I have finally it's just... It's fine. Nice. Um, I finally just, like, made one solid drink uh, that I'm going to sip periodically. I have my little shot glass. It's Jack Daniels. Ooh, ooh that's pretty. I like when they have that really thick, solid base, like on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you haven't tried this at all yet. I've tried... A B-52 shot before. Oh, okay. I haven't tried this one. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair. And I couldn't get it to layer, so I was, like, absolutely not worrying I... about trying to set it on fire. Yeah, I took, um, I, I got it to work pretty good. Um, the pictures that I sent you, because uh, I don't think I'd ever even heard of it, um, so I don't think I've had I one either. before. I've clearly had, uh, you know, Kahlua and, uh, and, like, Bailey's in, like, a drink. But um, yeah, I've never had this one in particular. The orange uh, of the triple sec is a nice touch. Hmm. But I, I did also mess that up. I took a couple videos. I'm, I'm planning on just putting them all on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> but I did get the layering kind of to work. The problem is like the pictures that I sent you had a much more, they really leaned into like the orange of okay. the drink. And so there's kind of this three layered thing. The one, the triple sec that I got is completely clear. So when I poured it on top, yeah. it just kind of mixed in. Yeah, there was basically no layering of the the top, the triple sec and the, the Irish cream. So I, I did it a few times and I'm like, well, this doesn't quite look right. The best and, way to layer stuff, as I have learned, is with a spoon, like pouring it onto the back of a spoon. And I did not do that. I did it both ways. I, cause I remember you told me that before and, oh, yeah. um, yeah. And, and I tried using the back and I don't know if it was too high up or what. Uh, but then I flipped it over and kind of poured it into the base and sort of let the spoon kind of tip up a little bit. And that definitely worked with the Kahlua and the, the Bailey's, but like, or well, I didn't use Bailey's, but Irish cream. And, yeah. uh, yeah, didn't, there again with the clear triple sec, it didn't matter anyways. It just, yeah. Yeah, but um, it uh, on the plus side, it's freaking delicious. So I mean, for yeah, we've got we've got a decent winner for once. Oh yeah, yeah. Big shout out to everybody on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I do want to give a special shout out to oh yeah Heather. Yes, who, her handle on Instagram is at prissygirl03. She's been a huge support for us more recently, and just sharing our 
podcasts with people and all of that. So thank you, Heather. Yeah. And again, as I told her, congrats on your recent engagement. Yay. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Hooray. We're excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. She's shared a lot of stuff and she has really been active with us and she's yeah. been sharing all of her stuff. I would also like to make a shout out uh, to, I think I've mentioned her before, but um, Adrian, I think it's pronounced Boolean. Boolean. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think her. Yeah, and I think her 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 uh, Instagram is just her name reverse, so it's Boolean Adrian, and she I think has so. yeah she I, I think we ended up getting um, Heather like through one nothing, and maybe Adrian was too, but I know Adrian has been like liking and reposting stuff for quite a long time. So thank yeah, you she has yeah. been for a little while. Yeah, thank you guys. We cannot do this stuff without you. So for yeah. anyone who does want to know how to support us. Just share our stuff. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, that does seem to. Yeah, and, and we're That's at the, the best point thing where to do. Yeah, we're at the point where it's kind of like just attempting more organic growth. And yeah, you don't yeah. You check us out on Patreon if you want. We're going to be putting more stuff up. But you know, if if you're not in a financial, I say this place as I wave that, a Twizzler around. Oh. Check what? us out on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that was like. I thought you meant that was the epitome of like financial stability was. <laughs> Twizzlers. Was yeah. I did. I did go by a holiday gas station and they had uh two for $7 packs of Twizzlers. And I was like, Oh, Oh my God. I am living. I am living the high life. I'm now, living baby. the high life, the life of luxury. Yeah. So I do have to ask what kind of Twizzler did you get? Regular strawberry. Oh, okay. I went with the, um, the, uh, cherry pull and peel. Ah, I and oddly enough, I thought that I just hated Twizzlers growing up, but my mom and you know, no shade to anybody who likes it, obviously, but like, and I didn't hate it. I mean, I still ate them. I just realized like I would get other forms of like this kind of whatever the hell this is called, string candy or whatever, like not yeah. Twizzler brand shit, like red vines and whatnot. And I would get them from like the movie theater or at a friend's house and I always liked them more or I get like the little like Twizzlers bits and I'm like, why are these yeah. so tasty? I just finally realized I like cherry more than strawberry and growing up, my mom always bought strawberry, which mm. are delicious. They're just fine. But like, I was always like, why do these ones taste better? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I just like cherry. It's like, that's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Everybody has their own taste. I personally like strawberry and Sometimes if I'm feeling it, I'll go for one of the funkier flavors. And my go-to oh, yeah. is either root beer or green apple. The root beer is excellent. I did not think mm -hmm. I would like it. And if you uh, if you make like a root beer float and you bite off the ends and you sip Use it. Use it as a straw. Oh my God, it's so good. Oh, yes. I almost got like the, the multi-pack tropical flavors, but um, I want it to be sort of uniform. Um, yeah. Before we get too much into it. Welcome to Peculiar Pairings, everybody. Hello. Hello. My name Welcome. is Matt. I'm Celine. And this is the show. We're here. We're here. We made it. We made it. Yay. The, the only reason I was like diving into that is, um, uh, Celine, would you mind telling us what the, uh, what the, the topic is this week? Yeah, we're talking about chemtrails and the conspiracy behind them. It's pretty great. And it's pretty crazy. I don't know a lot about chemtrails, but I do know a little bit of just the insanity behind it. And like, it's, it's one of those things like as a conspiracy theory that I really like, because just as an average person, you see these things hanging in the air and you don't really know what they are. You, it's easy to yeah. assume that it's some kind of exhaust, 
So it's not something you can easily just like tangibly prove is, is, you know, like just missed from an engine. So it is kind of an intriguing thing of like, what are they putting in the air, man? What's up there? What, like what's going on? But yeah. um, at the same time, it's just like, I mean, you just, just a little bit of research and you can, you can find out just what it is. Just a little bit. Yeah. Even, even like on a flight, if you're near like where the engine exhaust is, you can see the vapor forming. Anyways, I'll let you explain more about what the chemtrails are, but the, the treat this week, uh, the pairing was like the Twizzlers in my mind. I don't know why, like, cause they're colorful and stuff, but yeah. that popped into my head immediately when you said it was chemtrails. Cause it just reminds me of like the streaks behind the engine of a plane. It's, yeah, exactly. I'm crossing, you got it. I'm mm. crossing my Twizzlers for everyone who can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, you see those patterns in the sky and I don't know why that made me think of Twizzlers, but uh, yeah, I figured that was a good treat. And then the drink this week for anyone who wants to give it a try and uh, taste along with us is known as a B-52. Which I am going to drink mine right now. Oh yeah, go My do it. My little shot. Salud. Whole thing in mm. one go. It's a good that's mix. Good. And I know that, I, like I said before, I know I've had a drink that's like Kahlua and Irish cream, but I don't think I've ever had triple sec in it. And that, I'm also not a person who likes like orange hint flavored like chocolate yeah. but there's something i kind of got the that... orange on like the back end uh well if it's the top layer yeah with uh just with how it all goes down like you taste it all but then yeah. it hits you more in that triple sec like in the yeah. back of your throat a little bit so that was a fun surprise did you did you get like a higher <laughs> end brand of triple sec or like an orange liqueur i don't think so no yeah i'm walker <laughs> Hor what is that? Hornbacher? Hiram Walker. Oh, Hiram Walker. Yeah, probably. I have another one that's um it's in like the big round. That's yeah, here, oh, assuming more like like this. Yes, I have that one as well at home. Dick de Kuiper. Yes. De yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's very tasty. I, I was just thinking. Oh, all those, yours said 60. Is that 60 proof or 60? Well, it must be 60 proof. Okay, 60 so yours proof. yours will have a little more burn then. Yeah. A little bit. <clears throat> I'm uh, okay for, with it. Uh, for anyone who was curious, I, I originally pitched the idea of the flaming B-52, which is you apparently can pull it off with just triple sec, but you have to have really high proof stuff. And I was very disappointed. I did manage to layer it the second time I tried it well enough that I thought the top layer would burn, but um, it's only 40 proof. None of it burned. And then I even had uh, some, some 40 and 60% alcohol beverages. And uh, I tried to layer, cause that's the other thing that the recipe would say is like, try to layer really lightly layer another higher proof alcohol on top of it to make sure it'll light. And I couldn't get it to go. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I took some creative pictures using a candle to kind of sort of give the effect <laughs> that I'm going <laughs> to post, but, um, it, yeah, it did not work. So we're just enjoying the regular B-52. And for anyone who's curious, uh, if you're like Celine and myself, I know we both don't mind like, like heavier burned drinks, so to speak with, with a lot of alcohol content, you yeah. can, you can just put all these uh, ingredients into a taller glass and just make it a, uh, a drink all on its own. 
and it's uh, it's very tasty. Mm-hmm. I just made I'm... myself a second one to just kind of sip on. Yeah. So I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a really perfectly just kind of balanced drink. Um, and I like that if you're making it for yourself, you can easily layer the different version, the different alcohols to your liking. Mm-hmm. None of them are particularly strong, so you can kind of uh, kind of change it up however you want. Yeah, yeah, it's all good things here. Yeah, right before all the the terribleness begins with the. Uh, I should be too bad considering the last few episodes we've had. Yeah, considering one, what we've covered, yeah. yeah. This should be nice and light. A good conspiracy theory is always a good palate cleanser. Well, because the thing I love about conspiracy theories is just the fact that there are parts of it that start off where you're like, yeah, this actually sounds Mm. like this could work. And then it nosedives somewhere (laughs) off the side and you're like, oh, there they go. I agree completely. That's my favorite part. I... And at some point we'll have to talk about, Ooh, maybe I'll do one of my, Oh, I have to do my other episode anyways. Oh God. My, my brain is just going multiple different places, but you have ideas of what else you want to cover. Oh yeah. What, what I was going to say is no, I haven't done like my anniversary episode thing yet. (laughs) Like it's, we're supposed to do that in November and it's February. It's almost March and I still haven't done it, but I was thinking, um, my favorite conspiracy theory just to kind of talk about is flat eartherism. And it's, ah. it's only because what I find the most intriguing about conspiracy theories is there's always just a little wiggle room. You know, like the JFK assassination, chemtrails themselves. Um, there's another one we'll have to talk about at some point called uh, Mud Flutters, which is, fr- real quickly, a belief that a lot of buildings nowadays are actually the tops of mega structures that were built like thousands of years ago, but then a giant mud flood occurred. And so as we see them in the current landscape, they are just the tops of these buildings, which is insane because many of them clearly have like 60s, 70s and 80s style construction. So it's like, so you're telling me that these people, but anyways, that's a whole different thing. But that's actually very interesting considering that we thought the Easter Island Moai were just the heads and they Mm. have whole freaking bodies. Wait, shut up for real. Yeah. Are you messing? Shut up for real. That's no, like that's actually serious. You're fucking blowing my mind right now. And this is how conspiracy theories get started. You're welcome. I was just going to say, cause yeah, I started with something that sounds completely insane and now you're giving it credibility. You're doing the thing right now, Celine. <laughs> I never, I mean, I never said I wasn't going to maybe have a little bit of crazy of my own in here. <laughs> well, and that's, I, I guess that's kind of my point is like all of them have a little bit of wiggle room where it's like, mm-hmm. there's, there's just enough like gaps in the actual, like provable evidence that you can believe. But like with flat yeah. eartherism, it's like, it's some of the most basic algebra and calculus that you can do. And it's like, you and yeah. I, if we really wanted to, we could time out our measurements, take some sticks outside and measure the angles of the shadows and find mm-hmm. the circumference of the earth. Like, prove it mathematically. And Yeah, and flat earthers can do it too. And they just don't, be- they even create their own experiments that really do work. And they do demonstrate actual science 
proving that the earth is round and they still don't believe it. They're like, you see this? It proves the earth is round. I mean, flat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's, it is, yeah, it is the epitome of the kind of like classic um, conspiracy theory mindset because it's like, you're looking at actual demonstrable evidence that works with physics and helps understand like just with algebra and everything, like it, it shows that the earth has to be round and they look at it yeah. and like, no, there's something wrong. We got to redo it. And it's like, no, it's no, Ugh, I can watch videos on that for hours. It's so good. Yeah. But that is not the conspiracy theory for this week. No, 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 no. And my sources for today are Wikipedia, BBC.com and HowStuffWorks.com. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah. So, the chemtrails theory is a belief of long-lasting condensation trails left in the sky by high-flying aircraft, and that these white little trail clouds <laughs> are filled with biological agents for nefarious uses against the general public. Oh, right. Yeah. I, for some reason, I always default to thinking that it's just like weather manipulation or something, but I, I forgot that it's even more crazy. <laughs> kind of it. Yeah. They're like, nah, man, they're not just affecting the weather. They're affecting us. The government's yeah. controlling us, man. And it is believed that while normal contrails, which is what planes make. Okay. That, yep. That was going to be my next dissipate question. relatively quickly but chemically filled chemtrails will linger because there's additional substance in it. <laughs> well, and this is already the part where that like kind of crack in the reality of it gives you just enough room to, to kind of believe this sort of thing, because yeah. we've all seen that. Like it's mm -hmm. a perfectly clear blue sky. You know, the, the conditions are right that like clouds aren't forming and like holding in the atmosphere. So you can be out on a, on a playground, you know, in a park, whatever. And it's a totally clear blue sky. And then you see this trail left by a plane and you can't help but think like, why is that staying there? If all the clouds are gone, why, why is that just sitting there? So it's like, there's enough like wiggle room where you're like, okay, I can kind of see how you're curious and maybe a little worried that the government is doing things. Yeah. So there's a few beliefs as to what chemicals are supposed to do. The oh. All the extra stuff inside these chemtrails is that they're supposed to be like solar radiation management, weather modification, okay. oh, psychological yeah. manipulation, <laughs> human population control, mm. biological or chemical warfare, and then just kind of like testing shit on us. <laughs> I kind of like the last one. Like, like I don't, I don't like the idea of them doing that. Just, they're like, yeah, let's just see what it does. Yeah, just testing shit. Just, it's just always testing shit. And with that, it is believed that because of that, people then develop respiratory illnesses and other health problems. So, like, this mm. gives people asthma mm -hmm. and stuff see? like that. Yeah, again, like I can understand how someone would get to that. It it also kind mm -hmm. of falls into the idea that um people will <clears throat> hold on to the the scientific data about like how much like autism cases have increased 
And it's like, well, we have expanded the the definition of like autism. Yes. And and we're and we have more knowledge about it and we like can test for it. Like we have better tests that can kind of help us, you know, diagnose this sort of thing. And so it's yeah. like it's not so much that autism has increased, but our numbers are increasing because we're widening the uh the definition of it. Yeah. And it's I mean, there was a huge boom just because they understood it better. Right, right. And they're like, oh, actually, this group of people is autistic. They're not just odd people. Right, yeah. As like as as the history of humanity has in has gone further and our understanding of like medical conditions and you know, brain function and stuff like that has increased. It's like, oh, it's become more of a spectrum, so we can include more people. But uh, yeah, that doesn't mean that autism itself is increasing. We're we're just learning more about it. Well, it's kind of the same thing with like when we went through COVID and like numbers were suddenly spiking. And it's like, it's not like, I I think it was Trump famously said something about how like the numbers are suddenly increasing because we're doing more testing. And it's like, yeah, we're finding the actual numbers. We used to think it was like three people were infected. Now we know it's 300 because we have tested thousands of more people. We've actually been able to test people now. Right. So. Uh, yeah, we could, we could yeah. probably do that as an episode too. Just just the shit show that was the American handling of the COVID crisis. Oh, we're so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as of right now, this theory has been dismissed by the scientific community because they're, do, they're I, like, I don't this mean- isn't real. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt again, but I did like how even then you sounded like you were really trying to like be objective and there was still just a little bit of snarkiness in theory. <laughs> this, this theory. This theory. This goddamn theory and as we call it. Basically, the believers mm-hmm. are like, well, the government's involved, so you're going to lie to us anyway. Which honestly kind of which honestly like that actually makes sense yeah yeah yeah, again there's that little crack where it's like yeah i really can't dispute that the government tends to lie yeah they do lie to us Mm -hmm. and they're like well we can't necessarily believe that because you've lied to us you've done shit like this before right the whole thing and something that does make this different than some theories out there is one that this is an international phenomena, which oh, is yeah. different than some of the stuff we've covered, like mm-hmm. the nine eleven conspiracies. That, yep, that was the first. That was only U.S. Yep, and it's it one also, singular contained event. It's like you yeah. can never go back and test it. Like it's not continuing exactly. to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's also backed by a few celebrities and social media influencers, which only makes me think of flat earthers. That's what I... Honestly? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there were outspoken chemtrail believers. That's incredible. I didn't either. I did know about the flat earthers, and it... No offense to, to people in this line of work, but it, it the ones that I'm familiar with, it tends to be, like, athletes. And they're like, well, okay, they're not exactly the... Usually, they're not usually the highest level thinkers on, like, the planet. They're not exactly spending their time worrying about astrophysics or anything like sure, that. Right. Again, not to say Some that of them do. 
Yeah, some of them are incredibly intelligent. I'm not trying to take anything away from athletes. There are just certain Twitter feeds you can follow out there where, uh, you know, you're you're pretty sure they're not rocket scientists. Yes. And some people believe that these trails are exacerbating global warming. Okay. Which... Yeah. There again, that yeah, like that is a believable. Like you, you would still need facts to back that up, but just kind of like on the street sort of discussions. I could see that. Yeah. That would be believable. And a lot of these experiments and quotes <laughs> that these theorists first. believe would actually have no real use to scientists. So yeah, I was going to say the, the listeners, the listeners couldn't see you doing the air quotes. My air quotes. I, I do like that. They were, they were very strong. <laughs> these experiments. So something we do need to know moving forward is the difference between chemtrails and contrails. Okay. So contrails is short for condensation trails, which are streaks of condensation, water vapor, or condense. <laughs> You're keeping that in. Don't uh, you cut that out? Your streaks of condensed water vapor that is created in the sky from planes or rockets moving at high altitude. Yeah. Why does this happen? Fossil fuel. Oh, wait, That's really? Why. Yeah, it has to do with the process of fossil fuel combustion. So as it's being used in the engine, yeah. when it then exits, it, right. mi- it produces carbon dioxide and water vapor, so it creates clouds. Huh. <laughs> See, now I feel like an asshole because I was, like, making fun of certain athletes who, like, didn't understand things. And I was just like, well, it's because flame is hot, and when leave, plane makes clouds. Fire is hot. <laughs> I didn't yeah, exactly. And then you're like, no, it has to do with fossil fuels. I'm like, oh, wait, really? It's, it's not just because it's a jet, it's because of the fuel. <laughs> Has to do with the fuel and the high altitude, where okay. the air is very cold, and right. it meets with this hot, humid water vapor, mm-hmm. and then the two mix and condense to create drop droplets or ice crystals, so they make clouds. Yeah, that's kind of, I was thinking more just the heat difference between, like, what the air temperature is going to be versus... Yeah. But I see, yeah, you, you do need certain molecules, so it, I suppose, yeah, the, the actual fuel would make a difference. Not just that. And the rate at which they dissipate is entirely dependent on the weather. So if the atmosphere is more humid, so like in Minnesota, for example, where it's Mm. humid as hell, (laughs) it'll hang there a lot longer versus somewhere where a dry atmosphere. So like Colorado, where our humidity is like zero, it will. Okay dissipate a lot sooner that oh my god that already adds so much more to this because like then if you have someone who travels a lot and like they're from the midwest they're used to seeing the 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 trails for i don't know maybe hours even i don't know how long they last but a long time they, i definitely know that like yeah they will be up i don't think it's hours but um but that it makes can sense be then. for hours oh okay Good on yeah, you. that is actually my next bullet point is that oh, atmospheric okay. sci- scientists have said that the trails can persist for hours at a time. Well, and, and you know, I live in the Midwest, so to me, it, it really does. I remember them lasting a long time. But yeah, now that you mention it, it would be weird if you were traveling to like Colorado or maybe Arizona. It's much more arid. 
and if you see them dissipate faster, I I could see that making your brain start to. You're like, tick. wait a minute. R- right, right. You what grow is that up. that about? Yeah, your whole life you see these things kind of manifest and hang there for a long time, and then if they if they don't act the same way somewhere else. And, you know, if you're just traveling within the United States, you're not thinking that the climate is going to change all that much, even though it apparently does. Yeah. 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 So now we're going to talk about some of the history with contrails and chemtrails. Oh, okay. So in the 1950s and 1960s, much of Britain was sprayed with airborne chemicals from planes. Oh, wait, for real? <laughs> yes. And this was done in secret. Okay. With oh. a series of like germ warfare testing. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm really glad that, you, like, this is one of those, I'm not going to lie, when, when you first told me what it was, I'm like, well, I know everything about contrails <laughs> and chemtrails. There's not going to be anything... I would have never guessed that this is because this adds so much kind of credibility to the idea of country. It like, does. It's li- They're like, it's well, you already happened. did this before. Right. It's it's absolutely happened before. Yeah. You can't really blame anybody who believes this because it's it's been done. And then in the 1950s in San Francisco, they were sprayed with a chemical agent from a ship. To gauge the effects of, like, a bioweapon attack on a populated area. I was about to say polluted area. (laughs) Yeah, it's both. It's L.A., you know, the smog. Everybody knows about that. Just to clarify, though, this is more like, if I'm I'm reading into what you're saying correctly, I'm guessing the governments, both the U.K. and in California, they weren't actually, like, lacing the air with a toxin or anything they were simply testing like how the cloud dissipated or something right um, oh no oh no, no they were just like spraying it over the area well it was, yeah i'm guessing generally well i guess what what i took from what you're saying is like they couldn't possibly like they're not going to just spray the area with like a what's a really bad virus bubonic plague or something they're not gonna and then they're like and then like no no they're not gonna like they're not gonna like spray an area with the plague right they're not they might test some other stuff that they're like this probably isn't gonna hurt people but let's just see what it does oh okay okay yeah they could take like a variant of like the cold and like just disappear i was thinking they had some way of like tracking particles and so they could test the soil around an area and like see how yeah. far particles traveled. So I'm like, and they can, they can do that. And for the San Francisco case, because it well actually for both the U.S. and Britain, because it was chemical agents, it was less like spreading around a variant of the flu than like. If we added a tiny bit more chlorine to the water, would this bother people? Okay, that that's Ty- more like type of thing. Right, right. That's more what I was expecting. Like, but that is except still this was more... like actually spraying it out in public areas, so it was okay, airborne. Yeah that's... yeah, that's not. You don't want people breathing in chlorine and shit. No, and Ew. this is it is stuff like this that. People be like, hey, you, you remember that, though. So yeah. why is what I think crazy? Yeah, no, that I, I have to hand it to him. That's a very good point. I mean, that's crazy shit. Like that that actually happened is fucking bizarre. 
Yeah. And then in 1996, there was this report circulating from something the U.S. Air Force published, which was all about weather modification. Oh, boy. And if we remember our HARP episode, kind of <laughs> cover that a bit. <laughs> so that did not help because after that, then people were accusing them of spraying the population with mysterious and unknown substances from planes. <laughs> For anyone who's wondering, Matt's uncomfortable uh, laughter is because he does not remember the harp episode. <laughs> I remember the name. <laughs> I remember the name. Like, I don't remember what it stands for. That was It's weird. High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. So that was like oh. the weather modification. Yep, yep. Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. And they thought that they could like channel lightning and shit, didn't they? Yeah. Up okay, in okay. Alaska. Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, oh, Matt, you should remember what this is. I remember Yeah, they that thought episode. they were using lightning to, like, channel and then, like, spew out into other areas. Which, admittedly, like, pretty badass. I Which yes. I'm sure we covered. Like, yeah, like, if you could do that, that would be amazing. Yeah, I know you can harness, like, the energy from lightning through, like, lightning oh, yeah. rods. Yeah, Ben Franklin taught us that. But that's different. That's a little different. Totally different. Yeah, it's different than, like, creating and aiming lightning. Yes. Yeah. So then with this circulating and the early days of the internet, chemtrails really <laughs> yeah. started taking off and boy, spread boy, all internet, across the U.S. Yeah, that internet has really been a double-edged sword, hasn't it? <laughs> it has, because poor federal officers were getting angry calls, letters, and, like, threats from people. Uh, I mean, without it, we wouldn't be able to do this podcast. But at the same time, it's like, boy, has it become a sounding board for crazy. Yeah. yeah. And because of this report, there had to be a multi-agency response to dispel <gasps> the rumors. Wow. And some of those agencies involved in trying to get things to dissipate and die town is the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. Oh, the good federal for them. They don't do a lot of cool stuff. They, it's good for them to get out in the field. Yeah. yeah. The Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA. Oh. The National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA. <laughs> you don't often hear it spoken out, but I'm like, if I remember correctly, that's NASA. That's NASA. This, this seems like something a little below their pay grade. <laughs> it does. You guys, we're going to the moon and Mars. We don't give a shit. Yeah, and then the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the NOAA. Oh, well, that's just forgettable as hell. Like, nobody... Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, that's so forgettable, I don't know if I've ever heard of it. The NOAA? All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you got to have people doing ocean stuff. Yeah. Nationally. And because of how big this theory is and has such a large following. The EPA had refreshed their, they refreshed their post on the subject fairly regularly. Okay. With, I mean, they do it as information is added. So I think their most recent posting on the subject was in 2015. So, you know, oh, they, I... they have like another year where, you know, they could do a 10 year update. I'm sure. I didn't even, well, to be fair, I didn't even think you meant like recently. I, I just thought like in the age of the internet, like things are so 
because we're so used to like Facebook and Twitter where shit is just yeah. constantly going. <laughs> like, I thought it was just a big enough deal that they were like continuously updating. But I, I mean, that's fair. Like, stuff just isn't coming in that often about this that they're like, we're not gonna bother because who gives a shit? Well, I think it's more that they just don't have other evidence to be like, R right. I don't know what to give you. They're like, you guys, this started in this started around Y2K, and we have given you as much refutable evidence as there is. Like, we we can't disprove this enough. Yeah. So we're and done. And then in the early 2000s, the U.S. Air Force released an undated fact sheet that stated that this theory was a hoax. And that this was, you know, part of a, like, what if strategic paper that they came up with. And it outlined <laughs> future strategic weather modification systems. And, like, the purpose was to maintain the U.S.'s military dominance into the year 2025. Oh, wow. And they're like, no, this was, it was just like a what if scenario. <laughs> and we're like, this isn't anything that we're doing or currently could potentially do. Which to be honest, like, and to maybe me, won't in the future. Like to me, that seems plausible of like, look, you guys, this is just, it's an official report, but we're just spitballing stuff here. We're just throwing we're doing out what ideas. Ifs. Yeah, we're doing what ifsies. That's, you know, Marvel does that. It's fine. We can do that too. It, but it is definitely a document that like a conspiracy theorist would look at and be like, you see, this is documented proof. They're thinking about this. And it's like, you guys, we're just, we're trying to plan for contingencies. That's all. No, like, yeah. bullshit I'm like, we're just trying to plan ahead. And they're like, yeah. no, you're trying to kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> you're spraying chemicals everywhere. How yeah, dare you? Yeah, chemicals. They suck. You suck. And then yeah. in 2001, in response to a request from his constituents, oh, no. Congressman Dennis Kuchinik introduced yeah. H.R. 2977, which is the Space Preservation Act of 2001. Just a, I think it might be Kucinich. Kucinich. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm certainly no expert. I just, I vaguely remember that name. I think that, who is it? David? Dennis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just fuck me. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> but I know Kucinich is a person. This wonderful congressman is like, hey, let's permanently prohibit the basing of weapons in space. Oh. And wow. listed chemtrails as one of the number of like exotic weapons oh. that could be banned. Oh. Yeah, that's not going to be helpful. And with it, people have interpreted this as an explicit reference to chemtrails being real and that this is an official government acknowledgement of their existence. Yeah. But this also brought into question mentions of like extraterrestrial weapons, the environment, cli climate, and like tectonic weapons. So Ooh, yeah. other types of weapons that we don't necessarily have. Well, in tectonic like, well, we is could a make word, them. Yeah. And tectonic is a word we don't get to use often. So like climate's kind of played out, but tectonic sounds badass as hell and scary. 
Like, oh yeah, that sounds yeah. like they're using a volcano for weaponry. <laughs> is what that sounds like. Like, which again, I don't want to be killed, but if I was going to be, I would want it to be a, a weapon like tectonic plate stuff. Like Minnesota just suddenly starts shaking, and it's like there again. I don't they're want like shaking. Die, fall. bitch, die. Yeah, 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 let's go kill Matt. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just <You're> gonna... <laughs> specifically. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, I hate his fucking podcast. Fuck that guy. And I'm like, that's not cool. Everyone around him must also go. Yeah, they're so... tainted. Unsurprisingly, this bill was not favorable with people and, oh, you, you know, say. died in the committee phase. Right. But again, it's still on record somewhere. So anyone could dig this up and be like, see, they're doing shit. The word tectonic is in there. Yes. And then in 2003, in response to a petition brought up by concerned Canadian citizens, <laughs> which was regarding chemicals in aerial springs negatively affecting their health. I just, I don't mean to focus on the wrong thing, but I need concerned Canadian citizens to be an official group. I need there to be a, a CCC website. <laughs> www.ccc.com. Oh, .ca. Oh, .ca. .ca. Yeah, you're right. Yep. I kind of want to see if there is one. Please. Oh, I need there to be a CCC. <laughs> concerned Canadian citizens. I oh my like gosh, a- there is. It's. Canada's government to government contracting agency. That that's less exciting. It is. But the fact that that is a website and it exists. That's pretty great. It's Canadian commercial corporation. The CCC. Okay. Yeah. that's (laughs) Not concerned Canadian citizens. Yeah. That I was going to say, that's just a coincidence, but still I am pleased. I'm, One, I'm happy you looked it up, and I'm pleased that it is a real thing. Yeah. So they were concerned about aerial springs affecting their health, and the government house leader responded by telling him, there is no substantiated evidence, scientific or otherwise, to support this. The term Mm -hmm. chemtrails is a popularized expression, and there is no scientific evidence to support their existence. Yeah. Which is just a fancy way of saying, no, that's not real. <laughs> no, no, that's not real. That's not real. We're not wasting my time. Stop it. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, you guys. You fucking and then in 2005, in the UK, Elliot Morley, who's a minister of the state for the Department of Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs, wow. was asked by another parliament member what research the department had undertaken into polluting effects of chemtrails from aircrafts in which she then had to tell him we are not researching chemtrails because they are not a scientifically recognized phenomenon. (laughs) I am not researching this because it does not exist. Right. I was going to say, I like how kind of polite that is. Like, well, well, no, we're, we're not researching that because in You're America not researching it would be chemtrails from aircraft because it is not scientifically recognized as a real phenomena. Right. And I feel like the American it version would be like, <laughs> there it is. You wanker. I was, yeah. I was thinking, Ooh, wanker. That cuts deep. It does. Yeah, I, I feel like in America would be like, so why aren't we researching it? And then like, there's just a scientist who's, who's talking to Congress and they just pause and they're like, well, because it's fucking bullshit. What are you? 
This it fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, slam the table. Little hammer. Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh my Where's God. Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> Neil deGrasse. I didn't oh my God, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, Neil deGrasse to Tyson. Uh, you know, the guy of the chicken company. Space. Tyson. Yes. And in 2011 to 2017 of the California drought that whole oh, year. yeah. Some of the local politicians in Shasta County reacted positively to some theories and suggestions that the unusual weather had been caused by weather-modifying chemtrails and not other things like global warming or climate I do, change. I do feel the need to, to ask you again. You said these were, these were scientists? These were like notable scientists who were reacting to this? No, they were local politicians. Oh, they were local politicians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not people okay. who know right. anything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of this group, they have a series of beliefs. Oh, yeah. With one of the major ones is that chemtrails can be distinguished from contrails. So they recognize that contrails are different and that those do exist. Okay. And that is because chemtrails stay in the sky for much longer and that they stay there for half a day or become cirrus-like clouds, which are like the wispy, hair-like clouds. Mm-hmm. Or that these clouds will crisscross and create a grid or parallel stripe pattern that eventually become one large cloud. Hmm. Which, I mean, I don't know tons about clouds, but I'm pretty sure that if you have all the makings for a cloud, if they wanted to and the wind was right, they could just become one big cloud. Right. That, yeah, that's hypothetically possible. <laughs> Although I do like I, the I mean, I feel that... like that's possible. I don't really know. I do like the idea that they think the most efficient way to make a cloud, like just as a regular cloud, is to do the crisscross thing. Because I'm like, so you want to take the longest form of like dumping stuff into the atmosphere, have it meet at a single point, and that is somehow going to create one cloud? Like, it, no, it's just going to create an X in the sky. It's not really going to create like a cloud. But like those will eventually merge into one large cloud. Yeah, okay, like we're about to crash into the Andromeda galaxy in as if like planes all fly at one height all the time that's the other thing yeah they actually have to intercept it's a very good point about like perception where it's like sure from the ground it looks like it it does they could be miles apart but yeah they look like they're they're connecting but they're really not yeah and some of the chemicals described to be used in these chemtrails are barium, aluminum salts, polymer fibers, thorium, or silicone carbide. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know how any of that mixes with water, (laughs) fossil fuels, carbon dioxide, any of that. Uh, Okay. I like, I could understand how we could breathe them in, but like, what do they do? do i don't know i was gonna say i feel like thorium sounds like it's maybe radioactive barium god i don't know anything about science until (laughs) someone is telling me that that is actually in the air 
I'm not right. really going to look into it. Right. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah. It, it, it'd be one thing if this, because the main problem with this is that anywhere in the country, arguably just about anywhere in the world, you see these trails all mm-hmm. over the place. And yeah. what you don't see or hear is an incredibly like marked uptick in barium or thorium poisoning you, yeah. or aluminum salts, whatever the fuck that is. I have aluminum poisoning, father. Oh, Help you me. Said, you said aluminum, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were a traitor. We don't put that many <laughs> U's in that fucking word. You have taken too easily to the British tongue, madam. Well, they do have some very tasty bangers and mash, and I liked it. Now I know you're a fucking traitor. <laughs> no, no American would say their food is good. Okay, to be to be fair, we have I, a place down the okay. road that makes bangers. It's like a butcher shop. Ooh, yeah. Man, they are good. Okay. They, I mean, they could be like Americanized, but I will also say I have never been off of the continent and I've never like had actual British food. So I, I could just be totally wrong. Honestly, I think the Take stuff that run. people think is like, oh, their food is so bland. Like, yeah. I feel like our American food just has so much going on that. It, yes. So it's much not salt and so bland. much sugar. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I, did, I, did. I do remember as a kid, like we would go to like a Chinese restaurant or something and they would have these certain like cookies or, or just desserts and they really do taste bland. And then it's like, we're the country that created Oreos, which scientifically has an effect on the body similar to heroin. <laughs> like that is, <laughs> that is too much sugar. It's just too much sugar. And so it's like, yeah, if you eat pastries or anything else from another country with an American like palate, yeah, it's going to taste bland as shit because we are insane over. We drink Fireball, which is yeah. banned in other countries because it's Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to misspeak. <laughs> oh my god, excuse me. Speaking of misspeaking. Um, my understanding is that uh certain chemicals within it are essentially used to preserve dead bodies. And we drink it. Yeah, we drink it by the goddamn bucket load. We are America. Hear us. Get fireball, I guess. We are not. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of like other countries having like tasteless food, quote unquote. Yeah, it's because we throw too much salt in everything. Or other countries, yeah. Or other countries' pastries aren't flavorful enough. Yeah, it's because we throw too much goddamn sugar into everything. Yeah, there's a reason. You don't we realize. I think it's you don't realize like how sweet stuff is until you stop eating it, and then yeah. you come back and you're like, oh, that's what people are talking about. Yeah. Well, and I don't. I, I don't mean to sound. Now. Yeah, I don't mean to sound like totally that like '90s kid. Uh, fat kid who was like raised on absolutely full on sugar, sugary stuff, like the fat free craze that like we went through in the nineties. Um, we ate a lot of like, like fruit, like juice or, you know, like juice pouches and that kind of thing. And they have so much added sugar. And when I was a kid, I would generally drink the juice versus eating an actual fruit because the fruit wasn't as tasty. 
And as an adult, I've had multiple times where I completely cut off like all other like sugary drinks, no soda, no fruit juice, anything like that. Yeah. And when you go off that for like a month or even longer and you have a fruit for the first time, it tastes so delicious. And you're like, oh, this is what it's like to have naturally occurring sugars like in your food. It tastes like it's supposed to instead of how the yeah. way we tend to do it, just adding a shitload of sugar to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> Boy, that was a tangent. So various versions of these theories have been propagated via the internet and through mm-hmm. the radio, which immediately made me think of War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. Radio, and how that radio. scared a ton of people. Yeah. Still kind of surprised radio is still a thing. That's impressive. They're still yeah. going. Good for them. They're still going. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. Some people see climate research and engineering as evidence for the theory, especially with mm. the idea of cloud seeding. Yeah. Which I, as far as I know, is a real like technology that we could actually employ at some point, but we I could, also, we just don't really use it. Right. And I don't think we're anywhere near like perfecting it, but I do also no. see how even just the, the most basic concept of that being like real science could aid in someone saying that, con- that chemtrails are a thing. Yeah. Like, well, we know how to do this. And it's like, yeah, but we're not really good at it. It's like, oh, they're lying to us. They're doing it right now. And it's like, all right, yep. when you come back to me, when you have a recorded case of thorium poisoning. Yeah. Some people believe that the presence of the chemtrails have a distinguishable color oh. compared to contrails. That is my least believable part of this thing. like i'm like do you see rainbows like a specific right. color on this spectrum yeah something that isn't why the sky is blue or <laughs> yeah because i'm that there again i mean i've seen assuming that we're talking about the same things all the chemtrails contrails i've seen my whole life just look like clouds just looks like condensation huh. Yeah, I've never seen one that even looked slightly dissimilar. No. Some people believe that the... So you can actually find photos of this, of planes that have barrels instead of passenger seats, which is for aircraft flight testing because this helps you simulate what a plane is like with the weight of passengers. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you can kind of test, like, the different centers of gravity. They believe that that is actually an aerosol dispersion system. (laughs) I don't mean... I will admit that it sounds ridiculous because now I'm picturing, like, if if they just had a plane that they stuffed with, like, human dummies. Like, somehow that does seem... When you're when you have companies that design and produce planes, it does seem ridiculous that they would have planes specially designed just for testing. Because it's like, well, if you're creating these planes with the seats, you can just put dummies in them. But then it made me laugh because I'm like, just imagining these employees going around and like belting in all of these like flight dummies. Um, and it made so I'm gonna share some of these photos with you. Oh, you're gonna throw like actual signs at me. Is this of the, oh, 
That is less like fun than I thought it was. Yeah. Well, it looks really weird. It does. And you it, can kind of see how they get from point A to point B because. Absolutely. That looks suspicious as fuck. No, oh, no, it definitely does. For, These, for like, anyone giant who, tanks in yeah, there. For anyone who's, 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 uh, not able to follow along for whatever reason it's it's like imagine a commercial airliner except instead of seats it's kind of like miniature the the first picture you showed was almost miniature like oil tankers like on a train yeah and they were just lined up but but they're not i was when you first said like these long tubes i was thinking like basically just giant lead steel lead steel lead rods that were just like on either side of the plane but yeah they've got tubes and they, they they're like, more like plastic. yeah yeah they, yeah they definitely look like they're holding a liquid that could be, and they and they have like tubing all over them, which I'm sure they're just using because they're filling it up with whatever liquid to add weight. Yeah, but, and they can kind of use it like if there's more weight dispersed on one side versus the other, they can kind oh, of oh yeah yeah play with that with the tanks. But yeah, but, no, just like just looking at those images without any real context, I could definitely be suspicious. See Oh yeah, it it definitely looks suspicious as shit. And then some of I like the ones that looked more like beer kegs because she's like, well, they're just yeah. having a fucking party, bro. <laughs> That's just a millionaire who wants to party in fucking thirty seven thousand feet, bro. Yep. And believers generally hold the idea that chemtrails are part of a global conspiracy for oh. profit. And that through this, they manipulate future prices. They make people sick to benefit drug companies mm. or to just kind of test bioweapons to sell across the globe. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, there again, if we, if we had, it would be believable if we just like every few months where, which again, these, these trails are happening everywhere mostly international yeah. all over the place every day like moment to moment these trails are showing up in the sky so if we just constantly in every part of the world had some kind of weird outbreak of something that we don't normally have oh, okay yeah, yeah that, that'd be more believable yeah so most of the chemtrail conspiracy theorists often describe their experience as being something close to like a religious conversion experience oh. where they wake up and become aware of these chemtrails. Hmm. See, now that sounds like the effect of a chemtrail. I would say that enough. sounds like a cult. That does sound like a cult. We've yeah, woken up to the word. My my buddy, my buddy Dale was just like, he opened my eyes. Exa yeah, exactly. Like one day I thought he was crazy. And then the next day, suddenly I was like, oh my God, Dale's right. And they often attend events and conferences <laughs> on geoengineering huh. while also sending threats to academics working in this field. <sighs> Guys, <laughs> like... At least, at least. So like, I'm going to go to this super cool geological engineering seminar. And they're like, but I'm going to send death threats to everybody there. Well, okay. First of all, note number one, geological is not chemtrails. That's the earth. Ge like geological yeah. shit is like rocks. I'm not an expert, but I'm pretty sure that has to do with rocks. 
So you wouldn't go there to deal with chemtrails. <clears throat> and secondly, contact your legislators. Like, like annoy congressmen and shit. Don't don't bother like just don't bother college. the scientists. Leave yeah, don't bother alone. college teachers who are just trying to present their paper on like shale rock formations. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Leave Neil deGrasse Tyson alone. Yeah, leave Neil deGrasse Tyson alone. Yeah. Some chemtrailers will go as far as to gather their own samples and have them tested. Except that their experiments are typically flawed because they oh, like no. will use jars with metal lids. So like the metal will rust and it'll contaminate the sample. First of all, hold on, Celine, we have to pass a really big barrier first. How are they getting these quote samples? I don't know is the <laughs> thing is I don't know if it like rains and they're like collecting rainwater or if they're just like the, gathering jars of air. What, well, yeah, because like the closest <laughs> I think is happening is that they're just like, ha, my first single thought, one, I got it. My first thought was a super buff dude with a mason jar just busting his arm through a plane, like behind <laughs> the engines. Well, because like otherwise, yeah, the only thing left is just maybe a hot air balloon. You go up in the sky or like a, or yeah, like a, a, so. a, a fire tower, like in the woods, you like you, it gets you as high as you possibly can. Cause like, if you're not actually in the sky, how are you, <laughs> are you collecting your sample? I want to see these samples. Yeah. So they also don't collect them with like actual scientific testing and like the scientific process in mind. What? They don't? And that, like, I know they won't have like a control sample. Right. <laughs> okay. That, that is a pretty basic concept of like scientific testing. It is. I do. I, I mean, I'm not, idea. I will not like judge anyone who's like, well, like, I don't know how to test like test like sure. X, Y, right, and Z right. in the air. Like, how was I supposed to know that? I mean, like having a control sample, that's like, one of the things they teach you in elementary right. school science. That's what I was like. No, because you're exactly right. Like you're not a scientist. You're not in that field. You're going to try to do whatever you can. But I do like the idea that, okay, well, we got these samples. We're going to take it to a lab. We're going to, we're going to have a scientist that, especially one that we trust, analyze this stuff. Even if they're yeah. like on your side, the first thing they're going to say is, okay, where's the control? And yeah. then you're going to be like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we have to, we have to, you know, test it against something. So, we, you know, how do we know like what's in there if we don't have any kind of, you know, thing of just like basic air to kind of test it against? And they're like, well, this, this is our jar of chemtrail. And they're like, yeah, no, but we need a control to but come back to me when you have a control. And they're like, you know, but, but, but I don't, but, I don't know how to get that. And it's like, well, but chemtrails, the chemtrails, you didn't understand. I so, peed in this one. Is that, uh, <laughs> was I supposed to do that? Is that what the control is? Get out of my lab. Get out right now. So I think you'll like this one. In recent years, their claims have expanded. Oh, God. To include the spread of COVID-19. Oh, okay. To initiate I, more mind control. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> To you really got scenes. You zigged and zagged on because, <laughs> like, when you when you first said that they expanded, I was just like, "Oh, this is them reacting to the idea that like none of their claims are actually 
substantiable substantiated like they they can't prove any of their claims yeah. so they're just trying to widen the the scope and i should have seen covid coming like that i should have just naturally assumed yeah. oh that's part of but then when you said because it's mind control i'm like isn't covid enough <laughs> no it's got to be part of the mind control thing like it's, that was all over the place yeah and awesome. they that you know these chemtrails are distributing vaccines Wait, what? <laughs> That's another zag. Why would so they're they're simultaneously inflicting and curing COVID? I <laughs> the thing is I I don't think people understand how vaccines work. Your confusion there was worth the whole thing. It just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like they no, also... I think that makes sense. They just don't know. Yeah. They also believe that this is for population control via weeding out the sick and elderly and only the strong will survive. I hate to admit it, but that's their most reasonable like point. Yeah. It's like that they could actually be doing. Yeah. We, you could use COVID to hit like immunocompromised people and tends to be elderly and the young. So like, okay, that point. Elderly actually... and sickly. And, and sickly, yeah, yeah, like that point actually has some scientific basis behind it. But oh, I love that mind control is in there. Like, it's not just yeah. COVID, like for population control. No, it's it's a special kind of COVID mind control. Yeah, and oh. most of the people involved in this sphere are active on like Facebook and oh, Telegram, which I had never ah. heard of. Oh, really? You've never heard of Telegram? No, I had to look it up. It was like, what the fuck is this? I actually, I have Telegram. Uh, people, oh. uh, I know a few, a few people that chat on it. It's, I didn't want to listen to them. They got, they got me to use it. And it is actually a pretty solid uh, platform. It's just like yeah. good chatting. It's fast. It's, but. Uh, Once I learned what it was, I was like, oh, this is another variation of like WhatsApp. Ex yes, Exactly. And I was like, okay, that, that makes more sense. And their suggestion, you're going to, you're going to love this. Their suggestion <laughs> for clearing chemtrail skies yeah. is to put a bowl of white vinegar outside. I wasn't even close to guessing that. I thought for sure you were going to say a smaller plane with like a net on it or I <laughs> okay. How does vinegar work? Is that do I not understand how vinegar works? <laughs> oh, it can God. do a lot. Like it can. It can do it a can, lot. It can freshen up like your um, dishwasher <laughs> and washing machine. It's <laughs> and naturally a small bowl of vinegar. Well, Celine, what you're not seeing is it's like, uh, do you know, <clears throat> Celine, do you not understand science? Come on. Do you not know how a lightning rod works? This is the same thing, except it's a lightning rod for chemistry. It's a vinegar bowl. Yeah, you have to put it on the top of the house. That's the hardest part. And I'll tell you, balancing those bowls on the very, like, peak of where your roof meets, you know, that's some difficult shit. But once you get it up there, you're safe. You're safe. Those chemtrails can fall. You need one at either end, though. You need a bowl on one side and a bowl on the other side. 
if you have a wide house, you want you like a square house, you want one at each corner. Naturally. Oh man. Celine, I don't understand how you don't know how this the science of this works. It all makes perfect sense. It's it's like people with their apple cider vinegar cures everything. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> And there again, it can do a lot. What it can't do is stop cancer. I'm sorry. It just can't. Yeah. It also can't stop chemtrails. <laughs> but oh, no. but see, this is the perfect thing though, because it's kind of like for anyone who's familiar with that old Simpson episode where Lisa picks up a rock and she's like, This is my anti-tiger rock. It protects us from tigers. And Homer's like, How does it work? And she's like, It doesn't. It's just a rock. But I don't see any tigers around here, do you? And then he offers to buy her rock. And it's like, that's the same thing with the bowl of vinegar. I don't see yeah. any chemtrail cancer around, do you? I no. No, bowl, no, bowl the buy my special <laughs> vinegar. Anti-chemtrail vinegar. Anti-chemtrail vinegar. ACV. Anti-chemtrail ACV. vinegar. ACV, baby. Yep. We, uh, this we're, has we're making gone... shirts. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, we got... Oh, we should make shirts. Oh, my God. ACV. Write that down. I'm writing that down. ACV. Okay. We have already so, gotten more out of this than I ever expected. I thought this was going to be a really <laughs> oh, light it's episode. it's about to get even better. Shut up! Are you for real? <laughs> How familiar are you with Edward Snowden? Oh, <laughs> actually, not very. I, although, I'm I guess I'm familiar enough to not ex, not have expected his name to pop up here. I feel like this is about to drop his level of uh, credibility significantly. <laughs> So, on an interview he did on the Joe Rogan Experience, which... There it is. I was going to say, so it's problematic kind of right off the bat. He stated that he had all of this secret information about the U.S. government and aliens. And he's like, you know, I had crazy clearance. Like, I could get into anything and everything. And I couldn't find a damn thing on chemtrails. Oh, Okay. And That's, yeah. I also am unsure how credible he is as a self described whistleblower. Okay. Just because I feel like they kind of have to give you that title for you to be like an actual credible one. Well, that's true. Versus you yourself giving it to you. <laughs> that's true. I mean,. You can't just like dump a bunch of documents and then just go to Russia and be like, I'm a whistleblower. I'm a yeah. whistleblower. And they're like, well, look, you went to Russia. That doesn't just mean that you like revealed secrets. That just means you didn't feel comfortable in America anymore. And that you you don't feel safe here. So you went to Russia yeah. where we kind of can't get to you as easily. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, he also Russia- said the same thing about aliens. And well, surprise, surprise. How many times has the government actually been like, oh, aliens? Yeah, no, that's old news. Hey, hey. We told you about that a long time ago. Did you not see the Senate hearings earlier, like last summer, about the guy who definitely very credibly saw aliens and provided alien proof in on the Senate floor? Did you not see that? No, I did Did not. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. That's bullshit. It's, uh, it was very... To certain people, it was very compelling. And a lot oh, of I'm people, sure. Yeah, a lot of people thought of it as the government admitting they had alien, like, corpses and stuff. And 
it it was it was all bullshit. There was something that they admitted to back like right as COVID was happening, like the very beginning, mm. like December 2019 or January, like because but because COVID was so big and that was all anyone talked about. It's like, oh, yeah, aliens are real. Oh, yeah. But COVID, <laughs> they just like slip. They're like, so COVID is killing everybody, but aliens are real. But, you know, COVID's a real problem. Look, you guys, aliens are real, but we got to deal with COVID. The aliens brought COVID. We got to fight the COVID before we can get to the aliens, okay? It's their it's, defense mechanism. There was like a whole thing about it. And then the same thing like happened again later, like two oh. years ago, where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like we, we already talked about that. That's old news. And then people like, wait, they already, they admitted to aliens? What? <laughs> I'm like, what? did everyone else miss what happened like three years ago? <laughs> am I losing my mind? I, I mean, I, I don't, to be fair, I also don't think that if they actually had that information, they would very will, I don't think they'd willingly share it to us. No, I agree. That Well, that's kind of why, when the guy went to the Senate hearing, and seriously, you should look it up. It's it's I should. It's compelling, but at the same time, you're like, because <clears throat> I think I think the full footage is like multiple hours. And they're asking him these questions. And when it gets to actual evidence, like things he could provide, he's like, I'm uh, I'm not prepared to provide that in this open forum. And the reaction is just kind of like, Well, then why the fuck are we here? Why the hell are we here? Yeah. If you you're if the you one cannot who provide this, it, don't right. waste our time. Well, and if you look into it, my understanding is he essentially was like more or less bullying other people into doing this hearing. And all of oh, them were God. like, dude, don't, don't do this. Like, this is going to ruin your career. This is going he's to like, destroy they, they dared me to. Well, yeah, he's like, I will not stand by and let this, this insanity continue. And they're like, dude, you're the one who's bringing on the insanity. And yeah, the whole hearing, he's just like, uh, this is what I saw. I saw this and uh, I heard this from other people and it's uh, aliens are real. And they're like, can you provide yeah. us any documentation or like anything? And he's like, I'm not prepared to do that at this time. And they're like, so, yeah. So basically no, then he's like, I'm not, I'm not saying no, I'm just saying not right now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so okay. granted, I will say, I do believe that Edward Snowden's information on chemtrails is probably accurate. I also don't necessarily believe anything that he says. No. Well, wasn't given what he the situation. To be fair, wasn't what he said just that he didn't find anything? Yeah, he's like, "Well, I didn't yeah. find anything." He's like, "I have ridiculous access to like right. the NSA, the CIA, the military, like everything, and I couldn't find anything." Like, well, right, and so it's like, okay, so even if we believe everything you said, what you're saying is still the lack of something. So it's like you're not really helping anybody in any forms. You're just like, I I didn't find anything. It's like, okay. I was like, okay, like well, how was that yeah. news? Yeah, yeah. And like then why exactly. are you saying it? That's point yeah, that's point. No, I'm just saying, like, if chemtrails were real, I didn't find anything. And it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, great. Then we're you're not helping us. Yeah. And then in two thousand seven, a Louisiana televi television station reported evidence for chemtrails existing. And that oh. underneath the crosshatching of these chemtrails okay. is where they were measured and found to be unsafe levels of barium, which is a metal. Oh, 
X marks the spot. Right and the then it was later shown that the equipment had been misused and all of the oh, levels were usual oh. and safe. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it, Celine, you had me for a second. I, I know. Had there. I th- this was me on my emotional journey going through the research. I'm like, oh, like they found something. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, they just don't know how to science anything. This really has been a roller coaster. I have to cool. admit, it's just been, it's just been, yeah. Every, you you take us to really big highs where it's like our chemtrails real, and then you're like, oh no, they didn't find anything. It's like, oh god damn it. And then like, but this group yeah. in this place, they did find something. It's like, oh, really? And it's like, oh, but it was all bullshit. It's like, god damn it. Now there was a video in May of 2014 that went See, viral. You're taking us back up the. <laughs> god damn it, Celine. You're just taking us back up the road. I am. I'm taking you back up the road. Okay. All right. I'm in. I'm in. So they found There was a commercial passenger plane on a foggy night, which was described as emitting chemtrails. And Discovery News later pointed out that passengers sitting behind the wings would clearly see if something was being sprayed. So I am actually going to dispute this a little bit here because one... At high altitudes, planes go super fucking fast. <laughs> That's a good point. So oh, they do go fast. if people could see anything, I actually don't know if they would have been able to see it because of how fast the plane is going, for one. At the very least, whatever they saw might not be discernible to like the layman as like being yeah. different from just like a, a contrail from the engine versus like something actually being sprayed. Yes, and that with liquids because it falls out. Okay. And will then like fall at terminal velocity. Mm-hmm. Because of the plane moving and it falling out, I don't know if you'd necessarily see that from yeah. like behind the engine or like wing on a plane. Like it might be too fast and like too far behind. From where you can, as a passenger, could see it. Right. Yeah. 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 Now it, you would probably be able to see it if you were like passing another plane. Oh. But realistically, the only time you're seeing other planes is like when you're <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. If you're in the air and seeing other planes, someone on the ground is not doing their job. You are yeah, not. So you see it like when you're coming into like land and like you'll see it when you're taking off you'll see other planes doing their thing actually celine i I don't know how much you fly have you ever seen another plane in the air while you're in a plane like because there again i think the only one i've ever seen is like once yeah i don't and i don't fly often but i mean at the most literally the only thing i can think of is like we're taxiing down the runway and a plane just took off in front of us and then we take off and they like banked left or something. And so for like 30 seconds, you can see this other plane. But yeah, I've seen it with like the takeoff and landing where like you're all going in various directions. Oh, so okay. you and like another plane may be going similar directions for like the first five minutes of your flight. Okay. And then like either you go up in altitude and go in like a different direction or they right. like veer off. 
So yeah, I've never even seen that. I, I just, I just, feel that's like... the only time I've seen another plane passing or like crossing paths because they travel in a way where like, they're not supposed to see each other. Exactly. They're not supposed to meet. Yeah. I think if I, <clears throat> if I ever saw another plane in flight, I would be losing my shit and everyone else I'd is be like, worried. what? Yeah. I'm like, we're not supposed to be this close. We're, we're not supposed to be able to see another plane. Yeah. This the is crazy. And the only time I have seen it otherwise is in small planes, which is a very different right. scenario. I was going to say the only thing I can think of is, is like literally like blue angels, like flight video where it's like, yeah. they are trained and practiced at flying close to each other. Otherwise you're not supposed to see other planes in the air next to you. Yeah. So I will say that the, I feel like the idea of like, oh, well, like you'd see it from the plane is not really. Yeah. Admissible. I, I like, I feel like that's not strong evidence. Yeah. Well, and even if you did, you wouldn't know what it was. Like there's. Yeah. You'd be like, um, is that like just... the plane defrost or. Yeah. That's what I would think it was. Maybe what it's St. Elmo's fire. Huh? Maybe. Maybe yeah. we don't know. Yeah. I don't even really know what that is, but it sounds cool. There's a song in a movie about it. Oh yeah. And then in 2014, a review of 20 different chemtrail websites found <laughs> that believers appealed to science in some of their arguments, but don't actually believe anyone who is an academic or government employed scientist. When, when you started that sentence, I thought you were going to say 20 chemtrail tests or experiments or something. Just nope, just websites. Yeah, just Anyone can make a website. Yep. No, and then instantly I knew exactly where you were going because they're like, yeah, they talked about how they didn't trust these other people. And it's like, yeah, no, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. yeah. No and sign. then in October of 2014, Englishman Chris Bovey filmed a video of a plane fuel dumping Ooh. from a flight in Buenos Aires to London. Not good. In which he thought that the plane was admitting chemtrails, mm. but the plane actually had to have an emergency landing. And when they do fuel dumping, it's yeah. too light in their load. So they actually can make it to where they need to land emergently. I was going to say, I, I was just, I was just saying that like, you're not supposed to do that. I, I have actually, I don't remember what I was listening to, but I have heard multiple like, YouTube things where they talk about it. Like, no, they, if in certain situations, they will dump fuel specifically yeah. like for safety reasons, like they have to <laughs> mm -hmm. do it. But I can also see how that would make someone believe in chemtrails. Like you don't yeah. usually see that happening. And then he did later disclose that the video was posted as like a prank <laughs> and that it was, he had to say it was fuel dumping because he, he was, was getting his, he was getting, getting sued. A, he was getting a lot of shit from people. Okay. Okay. At the very yeah. At the very least, no. they're like, dude, you can't fucking say this shit. This is a legitimate move that we have to do sometimes to save lives. Update I think it's more that people on the internet are like, "How dumb are you?" Oh, that's. I think that yeah. was more of it, but I mean, it could be someone yeah. from the airline was like, "No." I prefer to believe your point of it—the idea that it's like the internet self-checking itself. <laughs> like, well, I mean, look. like, how many times have you been on Reddit and someone's been like, 
God, you're such, you're just such an idiot. No. Oh yeah. No. Well, and honestly, that's the same thing. It's the same kind of perspective I use to defend Wikipedia. Yes. It's available for anyone to edit. Yes. Uh, it could be modified and, and, and has been known to have incorrect facts at certain points. But generally speaking, overwhelmingly, it's correct information, specifically because there are nerds who can't stand to have entries that are wrong. And it's like they have their own like like check people that like go yeah. through and just check stuff. But it's like there's a there's a, a sea of nerds. There's out an there. unpaid nerd army Ex that's yes. like mm, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're um actuallying as hard as they can all over Wikipedia. And that's why that's they have sources. Oh, it is. Oh, it's, yeah, good for them. We need them. Thank yeah. you. We need them, especially yeah. because this makes me think of like when I was in high school and all of oh, our yeah. professors are like, Wikipedia is not a credible source mm -hmm. for information. I'm like, it's a good jumping point. For sure. Yeah, at the very least, you can almost always find really good sources because they have yeah. to cite it. And and I like, too, that Wikipedia will say not even the entire article, but there will be sections where it's like this does not have a citation. Like so someone typed this in without adding a direct link like to why this is correct. So it's like, yeah, if you know of a of a site or some kind of credible source, please link it here. And it's like I just like that they're that transparent about it, where it's like this has not yeah. been verified so please help us in making this better. And it's like, no, yeah, I, I think Wikipedia is doing a pretty solid fucking job. Yeah. So after all this, how are you feeling about chemtrails? I'm feeling the same, but more entertained. Like I, okay. I already stated before that I thought this was going to be really short. I thought we weren't going to have much to talk about because it's basically like, yeah, it's condensation from planes. You're idiots. Go fuck yourselves. And yeah. not only do I now feel even more confident about that, but I feel more confident in how people can mislead themselves and how insane some people can be because I yeah. did not expect that there would be this depth of miscommunication and just insanity surrounding this. Although I can't help feeling like you're setting me up for something. No. We don't... Oh, okay. No, that's... I just genuinely wanted to know, like... Oh, okay, good. How you're feeling after the episode, because I, was... I feel like there's just so much bullshit just in there. Oh, yeah. No, I, I thought you were waiting to, like, drop a huge bomb on me, like, it's all oh. aliens. Like, they're, they're here and they're fucking with us. Did you see the movie Prometheus? It's just like that. I believe in aliens, but not like that hardcore. Come on. I agree too. I for sure. I had a, a grade school science teacher who uh, I think said it best, which wasn't really like confirming any particular level of belief or anything like that. But um, a number of kids asked like, do you think aliens exist? And she's like, I don't know if aliens like us exist, like intelligent life forms who have evolved to create things like we've created. And she's like, but I will tell you this. She's like, like, especially along certain like religious lines, uh, crossing with like scientific understanding of just how vast the universe is. She's mm -hmm. like, if we have been created in the eye of some God on this planet, in this vast expanse of just kind of, you know, universal, whatever she's like, and we're the only ones she's like, it's a lot of wasted space. 
And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, that's an interesting take on it. She's like, so I don't know if like things like us exist, but there has to be some kind of organic matter out there. She's like, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense that we would be the only ones. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. There's I a mean, lot the of way, space to just be empty. The way I see it is there is so many stars right. in the known universe. And if every single star has seven to 14 planets, mm-hmm. it seems pretty dumb that we would be the only things to have come into existence at this point. Absolutely. And whether it's intelligent life or not is another question. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing that I always think of too is there usually is a very important caveat on any kind of discussion about life anywhere else in the universe, which is generally around the phrase of life as we know it. Because as far as we have been able to see, the only kind of life that can exist is like carbon-based, breathes oxygen, you know, has a circulatory system similar to ours. It's like, that's the only thing we've found. And it's like, considering how many planets there are that are similar to ours that could support life, there's got to be at least one where something exists. But that's only life as we know it. There could potentially be other planets out there that support some other kind of life that we can't even fathom and we just haven't, like, mm-hmm. discovered it yet. So, yeah, I, I I always fall back on on her words of, like, even in terms of, like, things or versions of life that we don't understand... I mean, for all practical purposes, the universe from our perspective is essentially infinite. And just statistically speaking, there's got to be more. Like that many rolls of the dice has to produce more forms of life than just us. Yeah. So from what I understand from taking astronomy in college is that there has to be some sort of um, air, gas... That mm-hmm. is inhaled. Mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of liquid. Oh, okay. So, like for us, it's water. Right. And then there has to be like one other thing. It's like a source for fuel. Right, right, right. Yeah, like we digest food and stuff to get nutrients. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very possible that life on another planet can be that they have like some weird liquid methane gas that is like their version of water. Right. And all they inhale is like pure helium. Yeah. And they eat diamonds or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> No, that, it's not the same thing where it's like it is possible that, yeah, there's a just completely... Or, like, there could even be a form of life that maybe we have on on an asteroid or some distant planet that we have actually even photographed, but we have no way of detecting it as a life form. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's possible we have already viewed another life form and we literally had no way of even knowing it. So it's... Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just so vast. We, We, I mean, we haven't even we haven't even studied the oceans on our own planet enough to know all of the things yeah. that are in it. It's like, I, I the would ocean be sh- is a very scary place. Oh my God. It's so horrifying. It's so scary. I would, honestly, I think I'd rather go to space before the ocean. There's just so much shit. Down there. Like I kind of, I'm not saying that space is less dangerous. It's probably more dangerous. I just, I, I feel like I'm more comfortable with, with the danger of space, which is basically like, look, as long as you maintain this capsule you're in, 
and you you can recycle your air and all that, you're basically fine. Because even in terms of like uh, little microbiomes and and like things that could infect you, the only mm-hmm. thing that's getting you is is inside the capsule. It's like yeah. in the ocean. We don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> There's no, so much, we don't. Oh, so much the crazy things shit. that come out of the ocean are weird. And yeah, well, we've talked about it before in terms of like cryptids. We thought for a long time that giant squids were a joke, or or at least like couldn't be confirmed, like a Loch Ness monster or something. Yeah, you know? and it's like they fucking exist. We're real. That's like the, yeah, it's crazy. They're huge. It's like there could be more shit like that down there, but we don't know. And then every Speaking once in a while, you... oh yeah, of cryptids. Ooh. We have a fun cryptid for next week. Shut up, for real? Mm-hmm. Was was it one that was discussed in the the podcast yet? Because I know somebody was talking about like succubi, and they're like, "That's not a cryptid." And someone was like, no. "Someone was really going to bat for that." It was like, "It's a demon, asshole. It's not a cryptid." It's like, well, I feel like demons could be cryptids. I I was kind of torn because yeah, I'm like, I mean, hypothetically, like if a chupacabra ended up being a type of demon or something, would it not be a cryptid still? I'm like, I feel like there's yeah. more of a debate. Yeah. Well, if you have uh, any particular recommendations for, uh, for episodes or treats for us, please email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at peculiarpairpod or on Instagram at peculiarpairingspod and uh, check us out on Patreon. Why not? Yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere you want to be. Like that one charge card that I don't want to get sued for, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> like we got real close to what their slogan is, but not quite, so I think we're fine. Yeah, we're just... I was thinking, you know, like my professor used to say that uh, planets are the cockroaches of space. I feel like... And that like they're everywhere. I'm like, yes, oh. we're everywhere. Like planet cockroaches. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I thought you were saying like they would survive a nuclear holocaust. And I'm like, well, I mean, if the sun expands and engulfs all their planets, I, I feel like that's, ga- yeah, I feel like that's game over. Even, yeah. Even for the planet. I did listen to a, a, I don't remember who it was, but a comedian was talking about how um, he he's fairly left leaning and he is like, yeah, we should be saving the environment. We should be doing whatever we can to reduce greenhouse gases and stuff. And he's like, my only problem is the fact that people say that we're killing the planet. And he's like, we're not killing the planet. The planet doesn't give a fuck. Like, do you know how many life forms have come into being and extinguished and the planet's still here? Like, the planet will be fine. He's like, my yeah, my only concern is just with the rhetoric, which is like, the planet will be fine. Earth is, we could have a nuclear holocaust. Earth will go on just fine without us. It's like, we're not killing the planet. We're killing us, well, and everything else. Yeah, but, um, we're killing I mean, life. Yeah, there you go. Earth don't give a shit. No, it's just going to give all of the bugs a chance to thrive more than they already do. That would be cool. I do want to see like giant cockroaches, not like live with them, but they could take over. Like humans have had a decent run, not compared to certain creatures, but you know, I mean, we've created a lot of stuff, but if we go, you know, if it's our time, it's our time. Maybe the cockroaches can take over. Maybe the, I would love to see a cockroach government. I kind of want to see a future <laughs> where they're like legislating things. That's and, um, you know, I feel like they would be more successful than us. That's very possible. 
Sound off in the comments, everybody. <laughs> Find Let us, us on know Instagram. what you think about yeah. cockroach planets. And if you uh, tried our uh, our pairings with us, uh, sound yeah, off in the comments. Yeah, let us know. We'll we want to know the... if you like them. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, what, what would your rating be for the pairing this week? Oh, I liked it. I... I did too. I'd say as far as shots go, I'd probably give the B-52 like a six. I liked okay. it, but there was something going on once I added the triple sec in to like the Kahlua oh. and the Irish cream okay. that it was kind of curdling a little bit. Oh, really? And I, I didn't like that. that. I, I don't mean to really rag on the brand that you got, but it did not seem like a triple sec. Honestly, that could be it. Is it's just cheap triple second? It's just ruining the drink for me. Well, and I I don't mean to put too fine a point on it, but in in terms of like curdling and stuff, I I, I think I had showed you the glass when we started. Um, I completely mixed it all up, uh, and so versus like the Irish car bomb we had, that was chunky and horrible by the end. Um, this stayed kind of like the consistency of a mocha the whole time. So I don't know if your yeah. triple sec is just weird. Um, I don't know, but that was the, I think the thing that kind of brought the score down. Cause like the flavor was there, enough. Yeah. but then like having that like curdling kind of texture, oh. I'm like, mm. that, yeah, there are a few things and then that make my, are fantastic. So, you know, yeah, there are a few things that make my stomach turn more than, well, that's the only reason I really regret the, the Irish car bomb last time is it just, no. It really does get to the point where you're like chewing and then it makes me want to vomit. Um, oh, I will okay. say the drink for this week for me was like a nine. I actually really liked it. And I do like that you can you can do it as a shot, but you can also make it as like a bigger drink if you want. Yeah. Um, the Twizzlers, I love the cherry and I love the pull and peel, which is what I got. I'm going to give that a six. Honestly, together, I think they're a four for me. I needed like... Either I needed some kind of drink to go with the Twizzlers or like more of a salty or like umami kind of yeah. thing to go with the, because the, the creaminess. I would agree that the, they didn't really go together. No, they're both too sweet. They're yeah. like, cause with the Twizzlers, you want something more like a bourbon or even like a, like a gin or a vodka. Cause you want mm -hmm. the, you want the pairing, you want the treat to be like a palate cleanser. Um, yeah, they were way together, way too sweet. Uh, yeah, not not a great pair, <laughs> but they they looked the part, so that's fun. Yeah. yeah, they tried. They did try. God, they tried so hard. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I guess then with nothing else, we'll see y'all next week for our cryptid catastrophe. Cryptid. Yes. Cryptomania. Crypt cryptocurrency. No cryptid. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna create a cryptocurrency called cryptid currency. Trademark, that already existed. Shut up, does it exist? Oh no. <laughs> if it doesn't, Stay we're tuned, creating we're it. Find out. Yeah. It'll be a Patreon exclusive where we create our own crypt crypto cryptid. Yeah. All right. Until next time, listeners. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Are you ready to dive into the depths of intrigue and unravel the caffeinated enigmas that surround us? Look no further than the electrifying world of caffeinated conspiracies, the podcast that's about to jolt your curiosity awake. Join us for a caffeine-fueled adventure where every sip and every secret is a clue waiting to be deciphered. 
In each episode, our dynamic hosts delve into the most thought-provoking and jaw-dropping theories that will leave you wide-eyed and pondering. From mysterious artifacts all the way to the depths of the ocean, cover-ups, conspiracies, the unknown, all with a cup of coffee. Available on all major podcast platforms, subscribe now and stay tuned for mind-blowing episodes that will leave you questioning everything. Remember, truth is stranger than fiction. So let's dive into the mysteries together. Join us on Caffeinated Conspiracies, satisfying your curiosity one cup at a time.